opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boys' locker room. Listener discretion is advised. The advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it, which is nothing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of f Up Farming. I'm your host, Tyler Martin, and across from me tonight in the crow's nest is Ken. Royce O'Neill. How are you, Tyler? Why are you fighting this, bud? We're going to start calling you Ken now. Uh, whatever. Ken. Whatever. You know why we're going to start calling you Ken? Why? Ken Doll? My name's not Kendall. Doll? The Doll? Ken Dolls? What you about? got a daughter. I bet you've seen a Ken doll or two without their pants on. <laughs> and just when I thought that you had hit the top of the asshole chart, you just fucking break right through to well, another level. I feel level. like that was probably nicer than last week when I rested you put the dumb in wisdom. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's right up there with it, Tyler. I'm just trying, man. Right I'm just up trying. there with it. You keep getting better or you start getting worse. But anyway, how are you doing this fine evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty solid. I got a belly full of nuts. Went up to Harris. Oh, that's nice. Had some calf fries. How were they tonight? They were good. They were actually really good. They weren't real crunchy like they get sometimes. Good. They were they were cooked like crisp, but you know, still soft, easy to eat. Nice. Hurricane loved her cat fries. Ate the shit out of them. Well, good. Yes. Good. Good. Yes. All right, Tyler, you want to lead off with sponsors? Get through this so we can get us some booze in us. What are you, Jones, in a little bit? No, I'm fine. I'm not shaking at all. You're shaking. I'm not shaking. I've been drinking since noon, but I'm good. <laughs> <coughs> not, not really, but... um. So, we're going to start off with a friend of ours who thinks Royce needs to liven it up a little bit. He thinks he's dragging. His name is Curtis Reed, and he is of the Livestock Podcast. You don't have anything to respond to that? Fuck Curtis. My thoughts were, you know, that's pretty bold talk from a guy that's not even recording his podcast and hasn't been for months. Yeah, I mean, he sent us a snap the other night saying, oh, kind of makes me want to get back in the studio. Well, get back in the fucking studio. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, does he really have any room at all to talk whenever he can't even fucking bother? Yeah, like, he doesn't understand the... The grind that we go through. I know. Once a week, every week, we're up here just busting our balls. And, and this jackass thinks that he can tell you to perk up. And breaking our livers. I mean, we are doing ourselves harm at this point for this podcast. Destroying our bodies for the people. <laughs> and this jackass can't even be bothered to record one. And not even appreciative. By the way, hope you enjoy the Snapchat you're getting, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but... Yeah, check out yeah. Post Farms or the Livestock Podcast. By God, we might not be on TikTok, but we'll send some dirty Snapchats. <laughs> so check them out. They should be back pretty quick. That gives you plenty of time to check out. You know, I mean, like you get two days, you can catch up on all his shit. Um, and I highly recommend you do. And you know when the best time to catch up on the Livestock Podcast, Ross? After you get done listening to this one. Good point. Not where I was going with this. Okay. I was going to say the best time to check up on Livestock Podcast is whenever you're on your way to pick up a Moangus bull. 
That is right, Tyler. Come check them out. We still got one for sale. We got bulls. We got heifers. Let us know. We Let will hook you up. We got what you need. For sale, not on sale. We know what we got. But we'll make you a reasonable price. There you go. Next on the list, we got Meat Club Lambs. The best people, the best sheeps in the business. If you're looking for a show lamb, head on over to Gageby, Texas. And while you're there, you can catch up. Check out the uh, Gageby store. Great sandwiches. I didn't know Gageby had a store. Yeah, they got a little deli diner. That's nice. Diner? I think diner would probably be the more appropriate word. Okay. Really good, like, flatbread pizzas and sandwiches. Huh. Meek's cousin. Aunt. Aunt. Aunt and Uncle. Okay. Excuse me. Aunt and Uncle. Well, nice. So, go check that out. Also, in sponsorship tonight, we've got Texas Beverage and Package, which is where our booze of the night came from. Can't wait to tell you about that. And after you get done spending your money <coughs> at Texas Beverage and Package, head on down to White Deer and stop off at Ballard Guns. If he doesn't have what you want, he can find it for you. Or he's Strong believer in the Second Amendment. He believes that everybody ought to have bare arms. Two, three, four, five, six. How about, what are you going to do with six bare arms? Just flail them about? Hold six guns. <laughs> Check them out at ballardsguns.com. I'd give you the phone number, but I don't know it off the top of my head. If Royce doesn't, I'm guessing that we're just going to have to move on. I'd just move on. Okay, so we're moving on to the Texas Beverage and Package Booze Review. And tonight, you excited? I am excited. We've got Doc Swenson's. Another good one. Alter Ego. We've got the Solera Method. This is a straight rye whiskey finished in rum casks. It's a 47.5% alcohol by volume. That's 95 proof for you illiterates. And release number 217009. Bottle number 22500. Approved by... That's an illegible signature. I don't know who approved this one. Is it Doc himself? The writing looks like it might be. That's why I was wondering. Doc Swenson's Alter Ego Rye starts as a proprietary blend of Indiana straight rye whiskeys with mash bills between 51% and 95% rye, which have been aged for up to six years. Taking it to the next level, we then finish this union in ex-Caribbean rum casks using the old world Solera method of only bottling a portion of the oldest barrels. It's our mashup of American rye, Caribbean flavor, and Spanish technique, all with a Pacific Northwest spin. Sounds nice. I think that sounds nice. That is a beautiful pop on that bottle. We're starting out very nice. Got lots of high hopes for this one. Get a little splash in the old effed up farming Glen Kern. It's got a good color for a rye whiskey. Boy, howdy. Straight off the nose, you get that spice. You get a lot of sweet, a little rumness. A whole lot of spice. Um, maybe like a some apple? Spice. A lot of spice. Yeah. <clears throat> it almost, it almost kind of has like an apple... Yeah, apple like cider. Pie. Yeah, apple cider, apple pie, something like cooked apple. Not a lot of alcohol on the nose. Not a lot. I think it, it's. I'm once again, you know, it's like third week in a row. I'm a fucking mouth breather, but um, 
it, it seems pretty complex on the nose. Catching lots of cinnamons, lots of rice, uh, maybe a touch of anise, not not a lot, just like a little bit of a sharp licorice bite to it, you know, on the nose. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting that. I'm hoping it's not too overpowering. Um, and then there's something else in there, like cardamom, maybe. It's got really nice legs. It looks like it's just gonna have the mouthfeel to die for. Something else I'm smelling. That is... Uh, that is very smooth. Very smooth. Just a nice, gentle warming. Not a burn. It's really uh, crisp. Like yes. fresh tasting. I, I know what you're how you're describing it, and I would say that is correct. Like some green apple, you get the spice, just a hint of the anise on the back end. So I'm getting very little anise. That is very nice. Like I said, that's that's just a hint on the back end, but you get a lot of that spice, and I think a lot of your your cardamoms and cloves mm-hmm. are kind of coming through. Yeah, on the pro flavor profile, it is. It's it's not <coughs> overpowering in any one flavor. That is that is super nice. I'm not normally all that big on the rise, like because I'm I'm not gonna say that. Rise are very hit and miss. Yes, either I love them or I despise them, and for different get, reasons than you do. Yeah, but like I and I'll get one bottle that I like and I'll have it a couple times and I think I like it and then I'll get a get another bottle of it mm-hmm. after I've drank two or three of the other ones and all of a sudden it'll taste like a niece to me and I'm. Like licorice, and I'm just, I'm out on it. But this one, this one's nice. It's delightful. There's something else in there. That is very nice and refreshing and crisp that I can't quite. You can't put your finger on. Like, it's not like a, like a grassy hay type. No. Refreshing. It's uh, a leaf. The leaf off that apple. I don't know, Tyler. I'm, I've never eaten apple leaves. You know better than I. I don't think I've eaten an apple leaf either. No, I'm sure you have. Your granny used to have an apple tree. You know, you can almost get like some, like a hay meadow off the nose of it. So I'm not getting a lot of the hay. Just that last, last little sniffing sip. I got some hay on my nose. That is, I think that is super complex. Um, there's just so much to pick out of that. Definitely got just a hint of rum to it. See, I don't get a lot of rum flavor out of it, but I do get kind of the spiciness of a rum. You know, like a little bit of the sweet kind of vanilla. The sweet hits me every once in a while, and it's it's more of a rum sweet. Yeah, like I said, it's kind of that vanilla uh, sugar cane. Yeah. Man, that is that is good. Let's go ahead and pop a score on that, Tyler. 
I don't know that I can, man. I, I haven't. So this is going to be on a rye whiskey score, okay, which is not our typical bourbon score. So the score that I'm about to throw down is not representative that it beats, like, for example, any of the bourbons that we've tried. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got to be on a different scale. I'm going to give that a nine. Damn! <coughs> I like that a lot. That is that is the highest score we've ever had on this podcast. It, it's, we have never had a nine. It is that good. And that may be why I was hesitant to go above eight, but I'm at an eight. I got to be honest to the people. That is that is that, very for good. For rye whiskey, that is a nine. That is a very good rye whiskey. Full disclosure, I drank two other ryes earlier today. Had, oh. a little, had a little taste. This one beats the dog shit out of both of them. Really? Yes. You want to tell what you want to run the other company down? No, not necessarily. Okay, well, that's we might nice try them you. on here sometime. They were both very good, but this this one's okay. Beats the pants off of them. Well, good. I like it. It is good. This is a commendable score. Doc Swenson's coming in at the top of the board again. Might they, be my new favorite distillery. They have. So far, they've got the highest numbers on the board. Like, they are crushing it over there in wherever the hell they come from. PNW? Uh, this <coughs> California, Washington, Oregon? Judging by your description, I'm going to say yes. And it's Ferndale, Washington. Yeah. Do you hear a little bit of an echo? I feel like there's a little bit of an echo. And I think, there you go. Well, yeah, maybe. I'll just turn your mic down. Okay. See, now I can't hear myself. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. You hear me good? Yeah. I don't hear me good. I wonder why you hear me and I don't hear me. I don't know. Well, now you know what it's like to be in my head. That's kind of scary. It really is. I don't like it. Just what this out? voice going nonstop. I want out. 100 mile an hour. I want out. Saying, what up, Holmes? What are we going to do? Let Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Who are we going to see? Come on, give us some whiskey. <laughs> give me whiskey. Well, it's not like that. It's a happy. It's a happy. Like, hey, man, let's have a drink. I'm sure at 9 o'clock in the morning, when you're still pretty good ways away from having a drink, it's, give me whiskey. No. I need bourbon. No, I haven't, I haven't quite hit that point. Or is that your bourbon cabinet that's doing that? It's just my cabinet. <laughs> drink me. Full disclosure. I've seen it. Your wife saw it yeah. this weekend. She was laughing. Oh, yeah, your cabinet just comes up when you walk by. Yes, Caitlin, it does. <laughs> it says... Drink Just keep me. keep fighting that cabinet door. You got to put something in front of it. <clears throat> okay, so we're moving on, and we're going to talk about a fuck up. That is a fuck up. That is a hell of a fire. Oh, and that tractor is a going. What kind of tractor we got on fire? That's here, a boys? John Deere tractor. Was that like uh, probably a forty-four forty somewhere in there? Uh, no, because it's newer than that. See, it's got a uh, front wheel assist. Oh, on. does it? Yep. So it's like a forty, uh, maybe a seven thousand series tractor. I don't think because it looks that like a new. square cab. Is it? Yeah, I'm guessing like one of the early sevens. I don't know if it'd be like a forty-six. Because see, there's no there's no smokestack. On the hood. If it, if it had a smokestack on the hood, it would be a 44. Well, 
That's true. That's why I'm going with one of the early sevens. Okay. Well, either way, tell, paint us a Birmingham here. Wasn't okay, it? so... Tell us what we got going on. We're in a hay meadow. <laughs> kind of looks like a wheat field, really. And this That's tractor, a field, not a meadow. This tractor is, uh, is just pouring out smoke and fire, and the hay's on fire. And well, not all the hay. Just well, like but, those front... The front uh, bales are, those, are on are fire. Are those side stacked, or is that just single stacked? I think it's it's double stacked. They're so double stacked. we got about the first two to... Two to four bales are on fire. They're no. definitely losing the four, the first four bales. Yeah, they're... Because I don't think they're getting those off in time. No. I mean, you got a loader going behind him just as fast as the guy can go trying to get that hay off of the trailer before it catches on fire. The field is on fire. Really, everything is on fire at this point. And you got this guy running around. Terrible cameraman. Well, he's to, excited, Royce. Trying to report the news. The, the field's on fire... I mean, call in the Hellfighters, boys. We need help. I, I don't. I don't even know. Oh, loader guy is grabbing two at a time. At this point, we're not even doing one. We're doing two. I think this is the fire, motherfucker. I think this is the fire that Greg. Oh, you should slugs the old boy and uh, moves on. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the FDF Farming Podcast. Hey there, now, hi there, hold there. What can we do for you? I was just going to tell Royce that his father won a gun. What? That son of a bitch. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Fucking raffle tickets. Yeah. Goddamn yeah. Brandon put his name on all our tickets. That son of a... <laughs> now, well, now we're going to have to delete this off of there so that I can talk to Carrie before he figures it out. <laughs> I'm sure Brandon's going to tell him. Oh, yeah. Connie already tagged your dad in the post. Delete it. Delete it. Too late now. Hack into the system. Too late now. (laughs) I like how the first time you bother to deign us with your presence on the podcast is just to give us bad fucking news. I don't get invited. Way to be supported. Way to be supportive. You know what? We're done here. And for everybody at home, that was... (laughs) Hey, Karen. <laughs> Karen Martin. So anyway, back on the fuck up. Um, yeah, what, <laughs> what, do think, what do you think started that fire? What's, I'm, I'm pretty sure it started in the tractor. But I am not entirely sure. I'm going to say uh, something got hot on the tractor, sparked a fire. Okay, if we're going to say that this is a 7,000 series tractor. I'm going to say that it caught some hay up in that little trap right around the front drive shaft that goes to the front wheels, you know? Okay. And that got hot, and it started a fire, and the guy didn't see it, and he torched off the whole thing. By the time it was, he realized what was happened, what it was had happened, late. it was too late. It was too late. The fuel tank caught, and boy, she was running. Just a blowing and a going. But again, back to your Hellfighter comment, that's the one that Greg Greg hits the guy for calling him out. Greg? For Hellfighters. Oh. Have okay. you ever seen that movie? Oh, I forgot. I wasn't thinking of the movie. I was. You were thinking of the Hoover Hellfighters, weren't you? It's been a while. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, Tyler. Okay. Been a long time since I've seen that movie. 
You know, the movie is about Red Adair. Yeah, he's the one that would... Uh, Do you know the most uh, commonly quoted quote that Red Adair has? What's that? If you think it's expensive to hire a professional, try hiring an amateur. And he had a good point. No doubt. Which is going to be a nice segue out of our fuck up into our first topic. What do you want your first topic to be? <coughs> These two guys getting wrapped up in a rap. I don't even know what the fuck you're doing there, bud. <laughs> like that's just, it's, it's the same people. It's, it's just dis, it's distracting. It's, All right, it's man. Strange. It's distracting. Oh, you want to do a? You want to go ahead and do killing the day? No, I want to do that later. Okay. Um, okay. So speaking of hiring amateurs versus professionals, going to get a little political on you here, big cat. Okay. What do you think about doing away with the IRS and federal income tax and imposing a flat 23% cover federal sales tax? A 23% sales tax. I believe that was what was most recently pitched. That seems a little steep. I, I would not be... What a- percentage do you pay in taxes a year? Oh, that is a good point. Because I pay 25, 30, 32, somewhere in there. I think it's over 30. Yeah, I know I'm in the the 20s at least. Upper 20s, and, low 30s, somewhere yeah. in there. And that is on every dime that comes across my bank account. Yeah. Whereas a sales tax only goes against what I buy, what I consume. Was well, it going to be like the state of Texas and we exempt farmers from having to pay sales tax on Fuck it, learn tractors? how to pay it. You're not paying income tax. That's true. That's why I was asking the question. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm pretty... Positive that that wouldn't be, but I think like groceries would still be exempt because you don't pay taxes on like fresh groceries. That's true. Um, I think most of that kind of stuff, like if you don't pay sales tax on it now, I think that it will stay that way. And they also suggested putting a, uh, and I don't know how the fuck they're going to do this, but they were going to give lower income families like a stipend of like $2,000 or some shit like that. Oh, they were going to do it the same way that they're doing now. They just pay them the IRS is gone. Which is going to make that trickier. Well, there's still going to be the Department of the Treasury. But how are they going to figure out their earnings? Because nobody's reporting their earnings to the IRS. Well, instead of the IRS, they're going to call it a different name and have the same job. So you're saying that we're just we're just cutting off a head, growing two more. Basically. So you're opposed. But, uh, I, uh, because like I've heard a lot of people talk, well, it's going to screw up Social Security. I don't give a shit. I think I should be able to opt out today. They can keep all the money I paid into Social Security up to this point, if and I, can, I don't pay them a fucking dime. Yeah, if I, if we can cut it off there, I'm, I'm with you, Tyler. I would agree. I mean, I would prefer they write me a check for what I paid in for. Or fucking half of it. Chances are, at this point, you <laughs> lost it anyway. Well, there's, there is that. Because that's one of my big pet peeves is when politicians start, well, we're going to do this with Social Security or the Social Security money. It's like, you're not supposed to do jack shit with it except leave it in a bank account for the people that paid into it to be able to draw on it later. And you guys are weaponizing it. That's why they need to do away with Social Security. I say we do away with Congress. That's a good start, Tyler. I'm not a drain the swamper, but... They need to overturn some stuff in there. I'd say we urbanize that son of a bitch. Urbanize it. We're just going to pour concrete. Okay. Get rid of them. Bold play. (laughs) Bold play, but... Let's Uh, let the people, the good people at Chuck E. Cheese 
run Congress. So back to back to your actual question. I am not opposed to doing away with the federal income tax and looking at a different solution because. I think the sales tax is the easiest to way to do that because the only way that you can really make that work is if you pay taxes on what you buy. And that is the only way to make it fair between rich people, poor people, middle people, whatever. Because rich people spend a lot more money. That's and true. everybody's always saying, we need to tax the rich, tax the rich. Well, by God, whenever they buy their $10 million jet, there's no fucking write-off. Like, they're paying 23% taxes on $10 million jet. Yeah. Um, if I don't spend my money, which we all know I'm a fucking hoarder. That is true. Um I don't pay as much tax. But eventually you're going to spend that money on something and you're going to And I'll pay taxed. the tax yeah. on it. That's fine. No, I, I'm not opposed to that. 23 And even in the farm high. world, well, I think you're going to have to be in that 20 range. Plus or minus four. I think you're going to have to stay around 20. And you're probably right. Um, but like I said, even if you do it at 23, I'm not used to paying, let's say, 30. Well, that gives me 7% more spending power because I don't spend all my paycheck. Yeah. Now. So I wouldn't spend all my paycheck if I got my extra 30% that I'd pay into federal withholding and social security. Yeah. I see your point there. And even on the farm side, I mean, it would definitely take a different thought as to how you spend money and when you spend money and what you spend money on. But I don't think it's going to be like some farm killer if you have to pay taxes on stuff. No, you're probably right because you're back to... You're not paying taxes. You're not paying taxes. It would put an end to, you know, lots of people having to buy equipment at the end of the year. And prepay and stuff and like prepay that. And stuff, yeah. So really, you're going to cut down... Because, I mean, think about it. Stuff. How many people do you know that are like, well, I need to spend money, so I bought this fucking tractor. And you, they didn't really fucking need that tractor. So they're not going to buy that. The only problem I see is... With the cost of equipment now, you're adding almost $100,000 to the price of a not even brand new tractor. Well, so, I, in a way, that kind of kind of makes me get a little tight in the chest. But at the same time, there's the money you're saving from not paying income taxes mm-hmm. that would help. And it would make your, your uh, marketing a touch easier because you don't have to call your accountant and say, well, can I take a check now? Do I need to wait till next yeah. year? Do I have to sell everything that I have right now, even though I think the price is going to go up because I need to take the income now? I think it's going to simplify a lot of things. There's going to be a lot of things, like I said, that you're going to have to rethink about. That extra $100,000 on a tractor, yes, obviously you're going to have to be a little bit more deliberate in your spending patterns, but I don't think it's going to like run anybody out of business. No, I, it's probably going to run a couple people out of business, but that's well, just because they're not taking care of business. Cost of doing business, they were probably about to go broke anyway. That's more I don't what think I anybody at. that is running their business like a good business should run is going to go out of business if we say everybody has to pay 23% on everything you buy. You're probably right. As long as they exclude groceries... Uh, and I'm not even saying all groceries. Like, if you can exclude, like, beef, fresh produce, stuff like that. Yeah, most of your fresh groceries. You want to pay taxes on mac and cheese? Pay taxes on mac and cheese. I'm oh, fine with that. It's going to break my daughter's heart. We'll learn how to make pasta. <laughs> Single good groceries good shouldn't be taxed. I, I would I would agree with you. Your flour, that. your eggs, your vegetables. Your healthy stuff. Your cheeses. Not really a single good, but... Sake of argument. Yeah. That. You're just going to have to start making mac and cheese from scratch. Make your big old pot on Sunday. She can eat all week. And you know what? I'd have to make two big old pots and on Sunday. And it would probably be better. It probably would be. Probably would be. 
And mac and cheese isn't that hard to make from scratch. It's actually quite simple. It, it just takes a little bit of time. <clears throat> it takes a couple of batches to figure out how you like your mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's not this. Pretty yeah, simple. They're, they're not much to it. A little roux, a little cream, a little cheese, pasta. Boom. And seasoning. Can't forget seasoning. You do have to season it. Okay. So, we're going to write our congressman tell them we're down for the 23% sales tax. With reservations. With reservations. We are down for a sales tax. Okay, Royce, since we're kind of on political kick there. Oh, boy. I have got a question for you. First off, let me delete that so I'll remember we talked about it. Did you watch the State of the Union? I did not. Did you see any clips or anything? On I actually have not, which is surprising because usually they're everywhere. But no, I hadn't seen anything about I it. I have seen so many. Have you noticed the price of eggs going up? I have. Do you know why we notice the price of eggs are going up? Because they've gone up a lot and it's all over Facebook? No, 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 no. According to Joe Biden, the reason that we notice the price of eggs is going up, we can afford to buy eggs. We have money in our pockets ready to spend to buy eggs. Bold statement. Do you know why we notice the price of gas is high? Because we got money to buy gas. Because again, we can afford to buy gas because the economy is that fucking strong. So the next time you're at the grocery store or at the gas pump, don't be mad. Be happy because you have the money to spend on gas and eggs. That is a leap. So I had something else wrote down in my notes about Joe Biden. Do you, you're not on Twitter, are you? No, not very often. (laughs) You've seen clips of Joe Biden speak, right? Oh, yeah. You've, no. you've, you've heard him yeah. give no, a few I, talks yeah. here and there? Yeah. Old rambling Joe Biden, I believe uh, Robin Williams called him. On a, on a good day. So, would you believe that rambling Joe Biden tweeted this? Where the hell did it go? I'm just going to scroll down here deep since I can't find the one I wanted for. Would you believe that Ramblin' Joe Biden tweeted this out? It's time for Congress to pass the Junk Free Prevention Act. No one should have to pay extra to sit next to their child on the plane, pay a surprise resort fee for a hotel stay, pay more to terminate their cable plan, or pay huge service fees to buy concert tickets. I, I would be surprised that he he posted that. It's a very cohesive sentence, isn't it? I mean, he he obviously doesn't run his own Twitter. Wages are up over the past six months. Annual inflation has gone down every month. Manufacturing jobs continue to develop stronger than at any time in the last forty years. All evidence that our economic plan is working. That was on January twenty third of this year. We're making the biggest investment ever in climate. Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, creating millions of good-paying jobs and investing in communities that have suffered the most as a consequence of being smothered by pollution. Yeah, he's not running his This son of a bitch guy. is as eloquent as Barack Obama on Twitter. But you put a microphone in 
his face, and he is the dumbest son of a bitch on the face of the earth. <laughs> the guy can't even read it. Read off. I mean, he is a moron. I mean, he's talking about how you know if we don't work together, da 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 da. There's a saying from my old saying that you know we're just a patching the rest of the world's just a patching the world's genes, and we go here and hey hey hey. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I say that kind of joking and kind of exaggerating. Could be an actual fucking quote. It could be from yeah. It, that guy cannot talk. I, I think he's got Alzheimer's or dementia. Something he got booed during the middle of the State of the Union. I'm not surprised. He said something about how Republicans were gonna. What were they gonna do away with? Social Security or something. I don't remember. And people were yelling out in the crowd. But you know, in case you didn't know, State of the Union address. The crowd is Congress. Mm-hmm. Somebody hauled it out. That's a lie. Yeah, that was the uh, as old Marjorie. Taylor yeah, Green, the crazy lady from she's Georgia. Batshit crazy lady. She's, but, she's yeah. I mean, I kind of like her, but at the same time, I'm also kind of annoyed by her. She's got some some interesting views and just an interesting way of going about making friends, trying to get things done, or the lack thereof. She read that book about how to lose friends and alienate people, and just went against it. No, she went with it. Oh, went with it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not not how to influence people, people and make, make friends. friends. Yeah. She read How to Lose, lose friends, friends and Alienate, alienate people. people, which is a really good book if you haven't ever read it. I'm going to have to look into that one. It's very funny. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I was curious if you'd, if you'd ever noticed any difference between how eloquently Joe Biden apparently tweets his shit on his phone and um, how he speaks. Well, it's, it's the exact opposite of the former president who... They needed to take his phone away from no, him at night. It definitely needed to be. I mean, he, he had no definitely. business. Definitely. That son of a bitch. The best thing ever happened to him getting kicked off Twitter. It, it really was. I mean, he threw a little little bitch fit about it, to, for lack of a better term. But uh, yeah. I think it was for the best. They kicked him off for a really bad reason, but it's for the best that it happened. <laughs> No, somebody, one of his advisors needed to just take his phone from him and change his passwords. Like maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're hundred percent right. So I, I think we've got a, a or a situation of opposites happening here. Hundred percent. And so. Joe Biden, I've noticed. I started following him on Twitter because I was curious. He tweets in rapid fire at like one o'clock in the morning. That is that is interesting. Which also leads me to believe perhaps somebody else is running that show. You don't think oh Sleepy Joe's tweeting at one o'clock in the morning? Maybe that's his problem. Maybe he's fucking nocturnal. Maybe that <laughs> son of a bitch is just sharp as a knife in the middle of the night. No, not good night, Joe Biden. He's nocturnal. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so interesting. I thought I had, you would have more to say on that. No, I like I said, I just uh, I, it's obviously not him because, like you said, that guy cannot talk, should not be allowed to talk. Which okay, so everybody made fun of him because he stutters, and he says he's always had a stuttering problem. So yeah, okay, let's leave him alone. I stutter occasionally. I'm not talking about his. Stuttering. I know people that stutter, and you know they're still very intelligent. Yeah, he doesn't get he doesn't stutter. 
Yeah, it's not his stuttering. Like, it's it's his, not that he can't make his mouth form the word that he wants. He can't the make his mind. The problem is he mind, can't make his mind grab the word that it wants no, and compute he, it to his mouth. He can't even make his mind grasp an idea and translate that idea from his head to his mouth without it just <coughs> being like a painting that just got smeared. It's a Jackson Pollock in his head. I don't even think it's a Jackson Pollock. Like... Uh, but it's pretty Jackson Pollocky. I think it's a stage splatters worse. over here, <laughs> splatters over there, big smear in the background. I could totally see it being a Jackson. Pollock. Okay, um, but one thing that I, I do want to say, since we're making fun of Joe Biden, I do not hate Joe Biden like a lot yeah. of people do. Right? I have absolutely no ill will towards him. Who I hate is his wife and his family and whoever the fuck it is that made him run for president because that son of a bitch is not mentally sound. He is not. He's a puppet. He's not even a good one. Somebody's using him as a puppet and they are not good at their job. Like old Jim Hanna is just sitting in the background going, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? whoever's got his hand up his ass. Exactly. That is... And they're just not nice people to do that. To Jeff somebody Dunham like that. could do a better job of running that guy. Exactly. Because at least then all he's got to do is turn his mic off. And Jeff Dunham talks on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it makes me think that whoever did that to him is not a nice person. They did it for their own agenda. They are not his friend. They not are not all. his family. And they I don't are. think they are our friend either. Uh, uh, I'm starting to think not. Because but... it's, it's not a good person that would... Do that to somebody. Like he should be resting. It would basically be like if you made your granddad run for the president. No, granddad would do a way better job talking than this guy does. But I see what you see him falling back into a lot of growling and wanting to go take a nap. You can't say I'm wrong. You know, now that you say it that way, like if if we can give our talks between let's say seven and ten o'clock. Boom. Good. And then, I mean, you might get have... Past her to din- get, get closer to dinner time, there's going to be lots of... I mean, you're, you've got another stage in there from about maybe three to five. After his nap. Four to, four to six. About the time everybody's ready to go, go home, he's going to come back out and be like, <coughs> all right, guys, time to get back at it. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, God. It'll be much like Spanish culture. Yes. We work really hard in the mornings. We eat a big dinner. We take a siesta. We get back at Boom. it in the evenings. Miss back that really it. miserable hot part of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see what you're saying. I take back what I said. I was wrong. That's what that fucking was. Oh, it was that other mic was still on. Yep. That is so much better. So much better. And it only took me 40 minutes to figure that out. High five. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's only our 50th podcast. Oh, that, that, that really helps so much. It really clarified everything. <laughs> you know what's bad is I sit there. It's like it's just like last week when we had our guest on. That's our problem. Yep. Yep. So we got that fixed. Well, enough about Joe Biden and rambling ass old people. You want me to go? <laughs> go, ahead. go again. You still good? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. So have in much case you tonight. haven't noticed today, we're not going heavy on the agriculture. Mainly because we don't have a lot of agriculture to talk about at the moment. Not a lot going on right now. There's really not. So here is one that I didn't know if you'd heard about or not. Did you hear about the basketball coach in Kentucky, Carolina? Somewhere over there. Southeast. I 
I'm guessing not. JV girls high school basketball coach. You might also recognize her as number 12 on the floor. Number 12 on the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm... 30-year-old JV basketball coach suited up. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. <clears throat> yep. How? There was a school, and I, I should have I, I had that pulled up, and I forgot. So there's a town over yonder ways that had to forfeit the rest of their season because it was determined that their JV girls basketball coach was suiting up. So she, like, regularly was going out and playing with the team. I don't think they got a lot of games in before people were like, I don't know if she's supposed to be here. Like, what? (coughs) Why? Or was the team that bad that she's like, I've got to take matters into my own hands. Look, guys, I don't have a point guard. I got it. I got this. I'll I'll, I'll take this one for you guys. And I like to think that um, she got caught because a parent was sitting there going like, man, why doesn't my girl ever get to play? I'm going to go down there and talk to the coach. Wait. Wait Wait a minute. Where is the coach? (laughs) What's she doing out there? She's not supposed to be there. True story. Uh, what kind of you. fucking loser do you have to be to be damn near 30 years old and suiting up on the JV basket? Like, apparently she wasn't even good enough to make varsity Royce. Well, because she was the JV coach. The varsity coach was smart <laughs> enough to be like, no. <laughs> Judy, you sit your old ass down. <laughs> I don't know why you're wearing a jersey. That's just fucking weird in the first place. <laughs> You stay on the bench. Okay. <laughs> so whenever I first heard about this, I thought that's what it was. Is I thought that the JV coach was suiting up with the varsity. Which would make so much more sense. Because who's sitting on the fucking bench whenever she's in the game? <laughs> <laughs> that, like, how do you not notice that the JV coach... <laughs> Is suited up in a JV game when there's no coach running back and forth down the sideline. Uh, there's not a lot of back and forth in basketball, but either way, the coach is very noticeable there in the center. Got a clipboard, yelling orders to the team, yelling at the refs. That's what they noticed is when the coach was like, no, that play was bullshit. <laughs> that call, he fouled me. He fouled me. <laughs> <laughs> the ref is like, ma'am, you're not even supposed to be on the court. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just. <laughs> when, when did you put on a jersey? I thought you were wearing suit pants. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. It's just, it's the damnedest thing. Like, <laughs> I have so many questions. I would love to have her on the podcast. If by chance you're a listener, come on in. We'd love to have your loser ass up in the crow's nest so you can explain to us, first off, how this plan came to fruition. <coughs> Secondly, how many games you got away with it? Right. <coughs> and thirdly, like, what the fuck were you thinking taking this opportunity away from all the other kids? <laughs> like, are you just trying to relive your glory days? I mean, that is reliving your glory days to the max. Like, you're not even reliving <clears throat> them through somebody. 
<laughs> you were like obviously she wasn't that good in high school because again, like we said, she didn't even make fucking varsity as a thirty year old <laughs> adult. Oh, it's just some people's kids these days. It's the damnedest thing. But just terrible, Tyler. Horrible. It really is. It really is. Which leads us into our next topic of terrible things. Terrible things? Where do you land on tipping, Royce? On what? Tipping. Tipping? Tipping. I'm a good. I, I'm a big believer in tipping, and I tip quite well. Everywhere? I do not <laughs> tip at fast food restaurants. What about a coffee shop? I'll leave the change. What about the hair salon? Tip there. I think it's kind of silly that we have to tip there, but I do tip there. That is a recent revelation that I've had that you're what supposed about to tip it Whenever a- you walk into a brewery and you hand them your credit card, you walked in there, you got beer to go, you hand them your credit card, they flip their little iPad around. Do you tip then? Out of guilt, I do. <coughs> Usually. Okay. But I, I do not feel like you should have to, especially as much as their beer cost. I've decided from now on, I take my orders on my iPad with you right there in front of me. Mm-hmm. Make you hand me your credit card. I swipe it. I turn it around. Let you guess what percentage you want to tip me. It's, it's going to be a big old zero, bud. <clears throat> so I was kind of afraid of that, but you were talking about how you're, you're big on tipping out of guilt. Yeah, I mean, you might get me once, but you're not getting like a percentage tip. It's going to be custom tip, and <coughs> I'll buy a, I'll buy a Hurricane some mac and cheese. Like I was I was going to do like most of those iPad people do, and I was going to start it at uh, something reasonable like thirty five, forty percent, like right, that's forty, seventy five, ninety, and then custom. That's the other bad part. It's they're just they start so goddamn high, like twenty percent. I think. On the iPad you're talking about is not even on there. No, it, it starts about 40. 35. I was thinking 25 or 30. And then it goes up from there on the the brewery that you're talking about. But like 15, 20 is not on there. Like, I mean, I'm generally a pretty solid 20% tipper everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's easy to figure. Just double the tax. Yeah. Or round up, double the tax, move on. But it's getting out of fucking hand. I, in a restaurant where I get really good service, or a brewery where I get really good service, if I sit down and have a drink, I do tip like that. But where you're just getting stuff to go, no, I, I, even just getting food to go at a restaurant, I don't tip near as well as like, I do if I sit down. I'm big on cash deals. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I go to Roasters in Amarillo and I get a cup of coffee and a bagel or whatever, they tell me it's you know five seventy five. Well, I'll throw it down seven bucks, something like that. Because they are at least making the coffee and moving yeah. on. I feel like we're getting out of hand with this shit, though. It's it's getting a little out there. It's like every... I cannot remember where I was whenever I wrote this down the other day. But it was like I walked into a store and I bought something. Like, they didn't help me. All they did was scan my item and then ask for 25%. See, that's... That's beyond the pale of... What you should have to tip. It's like, I come here because it's cheap. Not because I want to add 25% to give to you. It's no longer cheap when you do that. 
No, I can go a lot of places and be within 25%. Go about fucking anywhere. I'm just waiting for the day I go to order stuff on Prime. And they're like, what, do you, what would you like to tip us? <laughs> like, uh, nothing. But then they have your credit card. And yeah, so they just do what they want. It's kind of like the couple that uh, bought two cups of coffee at Starbucks. And then come to find out something went wrong with their receipt. And they left a $4,444 tip. Maxed out their credit card. I have not seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, they determined that they did that after they went to another store and their credit card didn't work anymore. Yeah, I can see that. Because they spent five grand on coffee. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh. Did they Did they get it back? I don't know. I would hope they got it back. Or just called the credit card company. It was like, uh, no. I mean, if you signed the deal. Yeah, but I think on a deal like that. I would like to think. But honestly, at this point, my faith in humanity is pretty low. That is true. Which leads me to my next topic. Okay. I'm burning through them today, Royce. Okay, we're we we're got, on a roll. We ain't got a lot to go left in the old tank here. Okay. But look at how far we've come so far. Yeah. Yeah, we might not even get to talk about the thing that I said we were going to talk about. I got us a new Mo Enterprise. Okay. We're going to start selling corn sprouts. Corn sprouts. Yes. I believe you sent me that. Where you can buy a pre-germinated corn plant by Utah. Somewhere in the V2 range. Yeah. V3. I, I think I did send you that. The guy was... For like four bucks a pop? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? I've seen those in greenhouses before. I didn't check the price on them because uh, it's fucking corn. Right. Like, I'm surprised the shit doesn't grow too big before they sell it. I mean, two days and it's... How have we gotten so far removed from agriculture that people say, you know what I want to plant in my garden? Corn. You know what I don't have? Ten days for a corn plant to, to get sprout. to V3. V4. Yeah. And how often are they replacing <clears throat> them? What do you mean? Like, are they, do they want them at that stage? And so in like a week when it's starting to tassel, are they pulling it up, planting a new one? Like, what, what's the game plan here? Are they take, they're surely not taking it to seed. They're well, taking they, it to They've got to be taking it to an ear. And I think what they're doing is they're taking those and they're planting them in their garden instead of planting like a sweet corn seed like we would do, like I do in my garden. Okay. And, and so it, I think it takes so much more effort to do it that way, though. It seems like it's going to be a lot bigger pain in the ass because transplanting plants is never fun. You always fuck up some roots. But... Maybe it's people that just I mean, if don't you want, know how to grow something. If you want something. 100% stand, starting with plants is probably the way to go. I, I still think you're going to kill a couple. Well, you're still going to have 100% for a minute. <laughs> for a day or two. Maybe a week. I feel like your green snap's also going to be a lot higher than that. Maybe. But if it's in your backyard, you're not hitting the wind. Or you've got a break from the wind, so you're maybe you don't have that to worry about. I don't really know. That just, it baffled me why somebody would buy that. Like, I've seen stuff in the grocery store before, like squash plants and cucumbers and stuff like that. And I've thought, 
just put the fucking seed in the ground. But at least See, with that those. stuff, I kind of get it because like I've had hailstorms or heavy rains come through and wash shit out. It's been kind of late, and so I could kind of see where if you had a started plant, like maybe it's June, something like that. Yeah. June one, it's like well, I mean, yeah, I could plant seed, but this gives me two week advantage, so I'll just plant the plant, and move on. Which really that is almost understandable. You probably don't have a true two week advantage with that because when you transplant it, you're going to set it back a few days, yeah. but you're still going to be better off in that situation. You're than still looking at a solid 10 seeds. days. Yeah. And yeah. you figure most of your squashes, I think are probably like 60 day varieties. So if you save 10 days, you I could mean, get some you know, decent harvest one, off you're going to get a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot yeah. of squash or cucumbers or whatever, a lot quicker. Yeah. But corn, the corn deal, man. And, and it takes one the, fucking plant. It's not like yeah. you're planting a squash plant where you're going to get 14 million pounds of squash off that of was, it. That was the point I was fixing to bring You're going to get one what, fucking ear. Maybe two if you are extremely lucky. But, I mean, to do any good, you've got to plant so many of those fucking plants that I. that's why I don't get about it. I mean, you got to... And they were not cheap. Like you can like they sell corn at the store like four for a dollar. That's what I was fixing to say. You could buy, buy ears well, of corn back, way back pre Joe Biden. You could buy corn for like four for a dollar. Hey, do not complain. You have the money to buy those ears of corn. I know. I know. That's how I notice they cost more. Yeah, but because um, you've got the money in your pocket, Mister Thirty Percent Tax for Bracket. Forty dollars. I mean, I'm looking at like 160 ears of corn. Yeah. Instead of 40 ears for $160. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I just don't know how we got to this point. I mean, you don't even have enough for a decent-sized barbecue. I hope you ain't got a lot of friends. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's about you and four or five others. That's lots of corn to eat, but man, I do like me some but corn I on just, the cob. I don't understand how we got to the point that we're willing to pay for single plants of corn. Because people... And that makes it harder for me to understand how we get back from here. I think the deal is I think people are so far removed, they don't know how to start a plant. They're intimidated by it. We, we have gone to the point... Like, watch a fucking YouTube video. You can learn anything on YouTube. I was talking to a plumber today. A guy paid $400 to get a plumber from Pampa to drive damn near to Elk City. Okay. Do you know what he wanted that plumber to do? What's that? Replace the flapper in his toilet. No. Yes. $400 flapper. For like a $12 part. In a four-minute job. Including watching the fucking video. <laughs> like, I don't even think there's. you have to watch a video. It's pretty self-explanatory. You just pull the flapper off. Take the ch unhook the chain, put the flapper on. Like, even if you're replacing the whole deal, like the column, the float, yeah. the flapper, the full, it's 20 minutes, easy. I mean, you just look at it and be like, well, I've got to do this to take this off. But I, don't, but I guess some people aren't wired that way. Again, YouTube. Right. Four-minute video saves you $400. It would have been pretty simple. Somebody should have told that guy. Just YouTube. We bet your ass the plumber didn't. Maybe, but he did tell me he felt bad. Maybe it was an older fella. No. He said he's about our age. 
That's embarrassing. Older people, they know how to do that. Like, he would have had to be fucking crippled. Well, that's what I meant. And on top of that, an older person would have known to call somebody in Elk City, which is 20 miles away, not somebody that's, in Pampa that's 100 miles away. Yeah, that's the other part about that. That what? Like, that's not much needed to poop bad. <laughs> Elk City's a big enough town. They've got to have plumbers. Hell, at that point, you'd be closer almost to call somebody from Oklahoma City. At least El Reno. Weatherford? S- Stillwater? Not Stillwater. Weatherford. Mm-hmm. Not Stillwater. I think Stillwater is still going to be about $400. Still, maybe maybe a little more. Probably a little more <coughs> than that. Stillwater is a little bit further away. Yeah. No, I'd OSU and Swasu. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, you got to put a little swa in that. Yeah. Sue. But I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't know how we got here. But that's, I don't that's know how, how get you back. get, that's how you get $4 corn plants is... The people that are willing to pay somebody to drive from Pampa to Elk City to put in probably one of the easiest plumbing gadgets to put in. Showerhead might be easier. It probably is because you don't have to figure out how to turn off the water. More tools required, though. Depends on if you're replacing the column or just the flapper. I don't know. But yeah. And by more tools, you mean a tool. Channel locks, yes. Yeah. At crescent wrench. That depends on the shower head. That was a weird noise. That's fine. It does that from time to time. Yeah. Right here. I felt it. Tickled my throat. No, that was me. No, I did it. We did not do that at the same time. Well, I, I made a noise. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Very interesting. Okay, Royce, I feel like we've taken up enough of these good people's time. Uh, if I've you got say so. More things to talk about. But I feel like we should just kill the day, play some trivia, and get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. So I'm going to go first, and I am going with Rooster Tattoo by Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And the one thing that I hate We're in the same damn town and place And I still think about your car Every time one passes by I got a middle Good song. Like it so much. And not just for the album cover. Well, the album cover? Yeah, you showed me the it's album cover. At. That's pretty yeah, nice. It's worth looking at. Yeah. Very good band. It reminds you a lot of Lucero. It does. They're a little more rock in their music. Some of it. Yeah. Uh, but the guy's voice is... That's that's what it's talking about. Very familiar. Got that nice raspy. Yeah. Sad. I didn't mean it as they were copying Lucero. It's no, just no. very reminiscent I think they're of about, Lucero. I think they've been around almost as long. Actually. Which, is Lucero even <laughs> pumping out anything new? Uh, we talked about this a while back. And I, I think we figured out they're not. I think it's been about 10 years since they turned out. I wonder if they're even still playing. 
You know, I don't know. I Which would be to... sad if there weren't. Those guys were pretty good. Yeah, they were. They were beyond good. Um, well. I don't know when they started out, but I, for some reason, I think they've been around a while. Neither here nor there. Onward and upward. Royce, what is it that you would like for us to hear tonight? I've got Dawns by Maggie Rogers and Zach Bryant. That's a good song. I miss my mother's southern doll and her praying through the walls in the evening. Give me my dawn's back. Everything that dies makes its way back. I lost a last July and a heart attack. I need one small victory. Give me my dawn's back. Another good song. You know, that guy is on fucking fire. He is. I mean, this is his fourth trip. No, fifth trip. Fourth. Fourth Fourth trip trip. to the Effed Up Farming podcast. At least we brought somebody else with him this time. And what's her name? Oh, go ahead and look it up. You don't even remember her name. Got a good voice. Yeah, she seems pretty cool in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, which rumor is he's retiring. But I with, think the prevailing thought is that he's just trying to get asses in the seats, bud. The one good thing about him is that whenever he gets asses in the seats, by God, he puts on a show. Really? Well, you've heard that um, live album that he turned out from Red Rocks? Yeah. Where it snowed like fucking four inches in the middle of the show. Still packed. Man, he kept on fucking playing. Did he? Yes. Good for him. Yes. He was bitching the whole time about his guitar going out of tune. Oh, yeah. I know but, which one you're you talking know, about. I mean, yeah. he wasn't really bitching. He's just like, hey, guys, sorry. Tar got crazy out of tune on that one. But uh, I mean, you know, here we are. Yeah. The moisture. And he's like, and hey, appreciate cold. y'all hanging out. Y'all want to sing Snow in the Snow? And He's got a lot more fire to him than you see out of a lot of popular music these days. Which he is, he is. How many musicians have we seen cower in their bus during a rainstorm in the last two years? A, a few. Quite a few. I'd say a solid four. Right. <laughs> this son of a bitch, it's negative 12 and it's snowing its ass off and he's telling guys, it's like, well, okay, we can't play steel. Put that shit back in the bus. I guess the rest of us just do it. He'd have been out front on the concrete, be like, all right, band's not getting zapped on the stage. We're still playing a song. I don't think he'd have been scared of it. I don't think he would have. I think he'd be like, hey, man, y'all here to party? We're here to party. Let's fucking go. Maybe that's who we need to get for the I suggested that, but I don't know how far that went. I'm guessing not very far. I'm guessing he's kind of expensive right now. Well, I mean, he's a hot item, man. He's a hot item. You ready for your trivia card? Yeah, hand me that other box. What other box? The green one. Well, I don't want to do gin trivia if you're doing beer trivia. Well, you know a lot more about (laughs) gin than I do, so I'm going to ask you a gin question. Oh, so you're saying that you know a lot more about beer than I do? 
I would say we're probably equal on that one. What ingredient is not you? What the fuck? No. No, sir. You are not getting this question, but I'll go ahead and read it to you. What ingredient is not used to make beer? Yeast, hops, water, or alcohol? Which one is not used to make beer? Yes. Yeast? Really? Dumbass? Do they put alcohol in beer? Or does oh, it no, ferment? it just it ferments. Never mind. I didn't realize That's, I was going to stump you. That was actually, that was more of a thinker than I thought it was because I was like, no, there's alcohol in beer. <coughs> My bad. Proceed. Brain fart. Which of these is the name of a gin by J.J. Whitley? Dandelion or nettle gin? You already asked me this one. It's nettle. Did I? Yes. I couldn't remember if I asked you that one yeah. or not. We had that one last week with dirt. World Gin Day is celebrated in which summer month? I want to say June. You are correct. Can you name the date? Is it like the 14th? Uh, you're looking for more of a uh, Saturday. A certain Saturday. Like which Saturday in? Second Saturday of the month? Yeah, actually, you're right. Well, that makes sense why I thought it was the 14th. Yeah, no, it's the second Saturday in June. Okay. So, I mean, the 14th on some months would be <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be pretty accurate. <laughs> <coughs> It'd have to be the 13th, wouldn't it? That could be the 14th. All right. Well, this was a rambler of a show. Was it, though? But thank you for staying. Was it a rambler, or did we just go on an everlasting journey together? Well, it wasn't everlasting, otherwise it wouldn't be over. It doesn't have to be. We'd stay with you. Hit us up on Facebook. Continue it on. Let us know your thoughts on rambling Joe Biden. Or any of the other topics we talked about tonight. $4 corn plants. $4 corn plants. We'd love to hear that. How Royce doesn't know that alcohol isn't put in beer while it's being made. I didn't think about it like that. Like, just come on, hit us up. Let us know what you think, how you feel, how we make you feel. Hopefully good. Let's keep it a little PG, though, all right? We're not trying to get kicked off of Facebook. I know we're not PG on the show, but let's stay PG in public. I like it. So, Tyler, you got anything to say to these fine folks? I do. I need you to go check out our sponsors. Check out the Livestock Podcast. Check out Meat Club Lambs. They're a uh, wrecking shop around San Antonio now, I think. Should be think pretty close. been to yeah. Fort Worth, been to Angelo. Pretty I believe sure you're they're right. in San Antonio right now. Today, while we record this, keep them in your thoughts and prayers while they're dealing with the crazies in the big cities. And maybe also, Tommy won't get broke into again. Again. I'd have to get him to tell us about that again. Um, so, and then we've got the Texas Beverage and Package Store in Groom, Texas. Go buy you some good booze. Um, I bought some really, really cool gin in there the other day. It's called Monkey 47. I think they're out, but I bet they can get more. Um, also, check out Ballard's Guns. We love them. Go buy an A5. Hashtag Team Browning. Team Browning for life. It's all I shoot anymore. Uh, you know, good odds if I break out shotgun. It's a, it's a brownie. Maybe not always my A5. 
but a fantastic shotgun. Fantastic shotgun. Get your ARs. Get your parts. Get your bullets. Very reasonably priced on ammunition. Your scopes, they your are sights. As reasonably priced on ammunition as Texas Beverage and Packages on liquor. Oh, that is a good selling point, Tyler. And you are having correct. said that. I'm out. Peace. Love y'all. Hey, y'all. Be safe this week. See ya.